Hello and welcome to CBD University with Dr. Andry. I am Dr. Matt Andry. I'm a family physician and a bariatrician here in Bloomington, Indiana, and a member of the IU School of Medicine. I'm on the faculty there. And uh, we are on here every week to talk about issues of health and medicine as they relate to a uh, brand new supplement that we have access to and are seeing tremendous results uh, with our patients, and that is uh, CBD oil. Um, if you're looking for good quality, excellent quality uh, CBD products, you can find them at our office at uh, 4 451 South Park Ridge Road in Bloomington, Indiana, Suite 101. We'd be happy to help you. Also, if you're looking for uh, family practice services, we can help you there as well. Uh, you can call us at our office at 812-331-8282 or find us on the web at www.andrymedicalservices.com and we'd be happy to help you. So I'm going to take about the next 15 or 20 minutes and I'm uh, this week um, intending, as we are on here every week, to educate the public and our colleagues about uh, CBD and the potential uses uh, for it within within medicine. Um, and uh, I want to be uh, cautious again and just say that uh, as a supplement, um, you know, we don't promote any specific product because uh, we're not trying to say that this is out to cure, uh, fix, diagnose, anything because it is a supplement. It is not a pharmaceutical. Um, however, there is a pharmaceutical that just got approved uh, for um, a medical condition and approved by the FDA, and that is going to be a bit of a game changer. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today uh, to a large extent. Um, as you all may know, if you're uh, you know interested in this topic, uh, there was a, a, a new drug uh, that's actually been out and studied for quite a while, but it just received FDA approval. The drug is called Epidiolex, and it is a pharmaceutical um, uh, manufactured. Uh, it is it is naturally sourced from cannabis plants, uh, but it is pharmaceutical pharmaceutically done by GW Pharmaceuticals from the United Kingdom, and it is for patient, uh, patients, uh, pediatric patients with rare seizure conditions, specifically Lennox-Gastaut uh, syndrome and uh, and a couple of others that you're you're allowed to use it for. And this is going to be a bit of a game changer in the CBD space. And uh, I wanted to talk about why that is. Number one, I want to talk about what I think are really the positives of this coming out. Uh, there are still many people, many people uh, in the public, uh, uh, many people out there who are wondering still, is CBD a legit thing for me to perhaps try or take for, uh, for my health? And uh, a lot of people have been un uncertain about that because of an association that CBD still has, uh, unfortunately, with marijuana. And uh, they are very different uh, things with very different uses. Um, and uh, uh, But because of that association, that's kept some people from wanting to move closer to this. And there's a, a great sense that because we now have um, a major pharmaceutical company and FDA approval of one of these substances, that that's really going to help legitimize that in, in the eyes of a lot of people who before may have been reluctant to perhaps try this. Uh, this is also going to legitimize it to a great uh, extent uh, in the medical community. A lot of people who before wouldn't consider or, or touch CBD because they said, well, it's not been FDA approved. Well, actually, CBD now has been FDA approved. Now, that is, again, one specific product, this drug, Epidiolex. Um, and uh, uh, that's going to be a, a boon, I believe, to really the entire CBD and hemp industry because a lot more people and uh, clinicians especially are going to feel comfortable with the concept even if they don't necessarily feel comfortable with a certain product. Um, now, let's talk about a bit about the limitations that are going to come from, from this product. And one of the first things is, again, to say that this is an FDA-approved pharmaceutical. And as such, it's going to have a fairly limited scope. Um, it's 
it's going to be for children with basically rare seizure disorders. And that means that uh, any other use that people have for CBD would be what's considered off-label, which is what people are sort of taking now uh, by taking uh, various CBD and, and hemp-derived supplements. Um, uh, they do not have FDA backing. It only has FDA backing for the use uh, for a specific condition in uh, some rare, again, pediatric seizure conditions. Um, and the, the bad part about that is people may get the impression that therefore it is not appropriate to try for, for other conditions when in fact people have used CBD for decades and decades uh, for uh, different health conditions. And in fact, they've used uh, full spectrum cannabis extracts since really the dawn of time for health. So that's one of the downsides. The other downside is really going to be, um, uh, uh, again, a, another couple of issues. One is, is cost. Um, we don't yet know exactly what the cost of Epidiolex is going to be, but the projected cost is going to be between five and $10,000 per month. Now, just a, a bit of discussion for a moment about why drugs cost what they do. And there are many things that go into that, and certainly you know, greed on the part of some corporate uh, entities uh, can be a reason that uh, prices for something are very high, like the drug world. But there are other factors that contribute to uh, costs of drugs. One of those is the incredible high cost there is in getting a drug through the FDA. I believe the average cost now is, is a bit over $1.3 billion to get a pharmaceutical approved. And because of that, um, you, have a, you get a patent uh, when you uh, develop a new drug. But that starts from the time that your patent is approved, not from the time your drug gets approval and then goes on the market. So basically, you have from the time that your drug gets approved until the time your patent runs out to make up your $1.3 billion uh, of getting it through the FDA regulatory process, plus all the research and development that it took to get that. And then the chance to make a profit, to pay for it and every other drug that you tried as a company that did not get approved or did not make it out of R&D or did not make it through the FDA process. So that is a major factor at what contributes to our drug prices. Now, um, the other big factor is how many people are likely to be on a given drug. So it, it, this may sound kind of weird, but the rarer, the more unlikely someone is to have a certain condition and there's an approved drug for it, the higher the cost is likely to be. Um, as of uh, my understanding currently, there's about forty to 50,000 people in the United States that actually have the conditions for which Epidiolex is approved. Now, because of that, and this is not something that's going to be approved for, you know, millions and millions and millions of people, they have to basically charge a lot more for the few people that are going to get it. But of course, there are going to be so many people that like the concept, they want to try it. It may be even all that works for them, but they're not going to be able to afford that price. In fact, this happens a lot in big pharma where uh, um, there are drugs that are available in places like Singapore, uh, other parts of the world, because they can't afford to get it through the FDA approval process in the United States, but they can other places. I, in fact, have one patient who has a family member with a very rare condition, and Eli Lilly apparently has a treatment available, but it's not approved in the U.S. because there simply aren't enough people who have the condition here to pay for it. Um, so they're trying to get the, them to the other part of the world where this uh, where this drug is available. So that's just the some of the unfortunate sides of the way that the drug approval process works in our country. So this high, high cost is going to be a real barrier for a lot of people who want to try CBD for certain conditions, like even children with seizures, to be able to get it. And then there's going to be the uh, issue of whether insurance will cover it or not. It's a new drug, and a lot of times uh, companies want to wait and see how long something's going to be out before they will uh, be, be willing to pay for it. 
And uh, so you're going to be sitting there and wondering if insurance is going to help you pay for a, a medicine that's over $5,000 a month when you can go and get natural products which have the same active ingredient and cost you less than $100 a month. So what are people going to do? Well, they're going to go toward that. And that's going to mean that even though we have a drug approval for CBD, there's a lot of people that are going to be using products with that aren't really tested, that, that we don't really know about the quality, and that that's the downside uh, uh, to to the um, to the CBD and the and the Epidiolex question. And another is that because this did get FDA approved, that company now owns a patent on CBD. And what that means is that we have a lot of people who are currently taking products uh, from all over the world, all over the country, um, even here in Indiana, who are taking something that is simply an isolate of CBD. All that's in it is CBD. And if you have that and if you're marketing it as CBD before long, uh, the belief is that the DEA and GW will be coming after those companies and saying, hey, look, we have a patent on this material and we're patent protected, so you can't use it. It's ours. Now, um, what that's going to mean is a lot of products that are currently out there aren't going to be available. And uh, that's one of the reasons that from the beginning we never used in our practice CBD isolate products because we knew that this approval was going to happen and we didn't want people taking a product that worked for them and then they weren't going to be able to get it later. What is nice about that, though, is that full-spectrum hemp products will still be available and uh, have been available since the dawn of time. And the reason they are pat- protected by from the patent is that they contain a lot more than just CBD. And so as long as you don't market it as just CBD, there's a uh, little they can do because it's a natural substance that's occurred in nature since the dawn of time. And you really can't own a patent on something that just occurs in nature. You can own a patent for the use of it for specific conditions in the United States. Um, and that's basically how that works. There's more detail to it. But full-spectrum hemp oil will still be around even when CBD products themselves are uh, going to be coming off the shelves. And what that's going to mean is that a lot of people currently taking CBD are going to be looking for um, new products to take. And uh, so if you add that all up where you have a new medication that's going to, I believe, greatly broaden uh, acceptance of the concept of CBD and the concept of cannabinoids in medicine, that will be a positive. A negative will be the cost of this agent itself and perhaps the availability of some products that people are currently using that may be working for them quite well. Now, in my experience, um, CBD isolate oils, including Epidiolex, don't and won't work as well as a full-spectrum hemp product because, again, if you're just taking one thing out, this is what pharma does, and the, this is what pharma has to do to be able to patent a drug and therefore you know, have a business uh, making revenue on it, is you have to pull one thing out of nature and put your name on it. Usually, you have to change it somewhat, too, uh, to call it yours, and then now it's a drug. Well, nature doesn't work that way. Nature has the, you know, people don't, haven't taken, again, CBD isolate since the dawn of time. They've used the entire plant. And when we ingest the plant, there are multiple compounds within that plant, not just CBD, that help CBD work better and have their own effects in the body, such as CBN, CBG, um, THCV, um, that's tetrahydrocannabivarin, which has significant effects on insulin sensitivity in the body. CBN, which we know helps sleep. Um, and uh, there are over 120 cannabinoids that have been found in the cannabis and therefore the hemp plant, um, which can have effects on the body. And what we have seen is that many, many clinicians who uh, we've 
approached about this or talked to or educated have told us that, you know, we've tried some CBD and we just didn't feel like it did very much. However, when those same people, again, tried a full-spectrum hemp oil, I mean, wow, they were blown away and amazed at how uh, well, uh, reliably, and effectively it worked for a, uh, in a wide variety of people. So that's what we have seen, and we have chosen to go with full-spectrum uh, hemp oil instead of CBD only, and I believe that's going to, in the end, be a lot more effective for a greater number of people. But it is harder to study because there's a great variability in that. It's like the difference between a pharmaceutical, which is going to have, well, except generics because you never know what they have in them, <laughs> um, but pharmaceuticals that come out and you you know consistently it's going to have this amount in it and this is what we've studied that it does, it, uh, a lot of hemp compounds are going to be more like wine, uh, that there's going to be variation depending on what uh, where they're grown, depending on the temperature in that season in which they're harvested, depending on the age that they're at when they're harvested. A lot of these things can affect the profiles of different compounds that are within um, a cannabis or a hemp extract. Um, and to say nothing of more than the cannabinoids, the terpenes, flavonoids, and other things that are in that compound and in that extract that will impact the way that they work. So some people get frustrated because they will get a product and then even they'll try it for one period of time and then they come back and try it later and it's shifted a little bit. Where we're going to need to consider, and hopefully over time, pro uh, products and makers will get better at educating and informing people about shifts that they have within uh, their own plants, their own products, where they're sourced, and so forth. And that's why we're very excited. Uh, one of the other things that shifted lately was the um, uh, beginning of enforcement of a law that was passed in Indiana this year. And again, uh, we were uh, privileged to be part of the, the process uh, of the legislative session that uh, brought forth um, our laws around CBD and hemp products. And it's requiring that products have a code that will tell you the source, uh, the percent THC, the percent CBD that is in a product. And what that's going to do is really ensure that people have access to very good quality products. And it's going to, I think, weed out a lot of um, um, probably uh, poor players. There's a lot of people that will throw anything in a bottle these days and call it CBD so that they can make a profit. Sometimes it doesn't have any CBD in it at all. And uh, what th this law is going to make it easier for people to have confidence in the products that they're getting in the state of Indiana. And we're very excited about that. So um, just wanted to give an update on Epidiolex. This is a new change that is come through that's going to uh, make a big difference. Now, uh, the drug being approved doesn't change the scheduling uh, that is out there for um, uh, uh, marijuana or anything like that at all. Uh, but because of the 2014 Farm Act, hemp acts that are grown in state-sponsored uh, uh, pilot programs such as the ones we have in our office are approved and they're uh, fully available for use. So once again, if you're looking for CBD products, uh, this Epidiolex uh, is not going to mean that no, it's, it's going to be a negative for the hemp extract industry. It's actually going to be a positive in, on, on, the, on the whole, I believe, because a lot more people are going to know about it and feel like there's good science and backing behind it. But again, people are likely to get more out of ec uh, extracts that are full spectrum than they are just a, a CBD isolate. And those CBD isolates are unlikely to be available once that company starts uh, enforcing their patent. So just wanted to share that information with you th this week and hope that it's helpful. And again, if you are looking for good quality full spectrum hemp oil products, uh, that are water soluble and organically sourced. You can find those at uh, our office at uh, Andrew Medical Services at www.andrewmedicalservices.com or give us a call at 812 331 8282 and we'd be happy to help you. And thank you for joining us this week on CBD University with Dr. Andrew.